Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Janae, and I'm super excited because joining me, I have three of my favorite women of all time. So I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves in no particular order, and then we're going to get started with this week's Girl Talk. So who wants to go first? Hey, everybody. I am Whitney Victoria, believer, mompreneur, owner of Sharice & Co., stylist, all of that great stuff, and a woman advocate. Yes. <laughs> I got this. Hey, guys. I'm Shawana. I am a mom as well. I'm also a girl's mentor and a lover of all things um, that are Jesus in pink. Um, I love helping and I love um, just serving the women around me. And I love my cousin Jessica. Hey, I Jess. love you too. <laughs> hey, y'all. I am Adriana. I am a teacher. Um, some people say mentor. I have mentored before. So, yeah, I say mentor. Um, I, in the words of Shawana, I love all things Jesus as well. Um, I like a lot of colors, so I'm not going to say Jesus in pink, but I love Jesus, I love trap music, and I love hot wings. So okay, that's- hot wings. <laughs> All of it. Yes. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for joining me this week. Um, So this week's topic is stemming from two months ago. So honestly, I wanted to like do like a whole Oprah interview and get us all together and get a cameraman and like record this documentary of us talking about self-esteem issues but the way my budget was set up this was the most um budget-friendly way to have this conversation but one day I'm gonna get to a point where I can do like actual documentaries and have a sit down and we can be on camera and expressing ourselves you know what I'm saying but two months ago I was at this conference and um we had to do this exercise where we got index cards and whenever somebody did something or you saw them, something about them that stood out to you, you were supposed to write like a compliment on the index card and then go put it in their little bag that we designed, right? And so on the second day, I was sitting across from this young lady um, and she was like, you know how you get bored when you're in meetings and you just start doodling and stuff like that? On one side of the index card, she was writing... And then she flipped it over. So, you know, me being nosy, I took the index card and I started reading it to myself. And on one side, she was writing all the things that she liked about herself. But then on the other side were all these other things that she did not like about herself. And when I read this, like I had to read it about two or three times because if you know this person, like she's, first of all, she's beautiful. She has a personality of an angel, and she's bubbly, she's outgoing, and she's just not one of those females that you would think would have a whole index card full of negative things about themselves. And so when I read that, I was like, okay, girl, we're going to have to have a talk. Um, 
we just gonna have to have a talk. And so I remember the very next night, like three o'clock in the morning, God was like, just you need to text her. So I text her and I was just like, I pray that you begin to see yourself the way that God sees you, not knowing that a few months later, or not even a few months later, a month later, I was gonna have to be telling myself that, right? And so this episode or the next two episodes or next three, however I can break it up. I want us to talk about self-esteem because there are so many women our age, we range from age 24 to 29 to 30, um, who are dealing with self-esteem. And you would think that self low self-esteem would be something that we deal with in our teenage years when we're going through puberty and peer pressure. But it's something that women are dealing with today. Um, and even Saturday, what's that? No, Friday. I was on the way to have lunch with my best friend, and for the first time in forever, I looked in the mirror, and I liked what I saw without any makeup, um, and we're going to get into the security blankets that we have, but I was like, thank you, God. Like, I look pretty to myself. Like, with no makeup, I only had, like, on some mascara, but I didn't have my brows done, um... I didn't have any foundation, but for the first time, because of the season that God has had me in over the summer, I'm actually liking what I see in the mirror. And people probably would not think that there are moments where I don't like what I see in the mirror. So, um, thank y'all for joining me today. Um, We're about to get real and talk about these self-esteem issues because there are women who are blocking themselves because they don't see... Well, first of all, they see themselves in a way that they shouldn't see themselves. Two, they don't see themselves the way that God sees them. And three, they're looking through the wrong lenses. So my first question would be, um, what is self-esteem to y'all? Like, what does it mean to have positive self-esteem or high self-esteem versus having low self-esteem? Um, For me, uh, for me, I think having high self-esteem is being com well I wouldn't say being comfortable comfortable mm-hmm. but loving but loving you. Mm-hmm. Um and it goes aside from just your out of appearance out of appearance but loving who you are, who you are becoming internally. Mm-hmm. Because what we re- what we reject to the world is what is inside of us. If that makes sense. Right. And um it ain't always pretty though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not I don't wake up every day like, oh, my God, you know, I woke up like this. Y'all say no. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but you, you definitely have to get to a point to where you're just like, all right, this is me. Mm-hmm. I love me. And it don't happen overnight. You know, it t- sometimes it takes for years. You know, for certain people, we don't know exactly what people have gone through, mm-hmm. rejection. Uh, child, we can go through a list of things. Mm-hmm. Um but, um, yeah, I hope I answered that. Yes. <laughs> you did, you did. I, for me, self-esteem is basically how you see yourself and mm-hmm. think about yourself. Um, high self-esteem, you think highly of yourself. You're confident in yourself. You are. You know who you are. Low mm-hmm. self-esteem, you think that you're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. Mm-hmm. You're, you are something that nobody else would appreciate, and you don't even appreciate you. Um, I think, like Whitney said, it's a process, and um, we become. You have high self-esteem. You're self-aware, mm-hmm. and like it's not always you're positively aware. It's like I'm aware that 
I don't like this about myself. And it's, you're not going to always speak great things over yourself, but that's like negative high self-esteem. Like I was, um, you're not going to always speak great things, but when you're self-aware, it makes you, it, that's your high self. I don't want to say it's high self-esteem. I, I, I'm trying to say it where you understand it. But basically, like when you are aware of what it is about yourself that you love about yourself and you don't like about yourself and making a conscious effort to also change what it is that you can change mm-hmm. and accept can't change. I've learned that I didn't like how dark I was because other people didn't like how dark I was. Mm-hmm. But once I became comfortable with who I was, I started saying, you know, this is not a flaw. It's more of a feature. Like God put it on me for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that when I had higher self-esteem and more confidence in who I was. Oh, I love that. This is not a flaw, but this is a feature. Yes. I'm going at the message right there. Down. I would say, um, like everyone else said, self-esteem is the way you view yourself. And also, not only view yourself, but how um, you see your worth. Mm-hmm. Um, when your self-esteem is high, you value yourself at a different level than others. Mm-hmm. It's certain things you won't do. It's certain things you won't say to yourself and about yourself. It's certain people you won't hang with. Mm-hmm. It's certain places you won't go. Right. It's certain things you won't entertain when you are aware of yourself. Right. That's good. Thank y'all ladies. Um, My next question had would be where have, for y'all personally, and everybody, for all the questions, everybody doesn't have to answer if y'all want to. Just to put that out there. Um, Where do you think your low self-esteem has... And let me say this, because it dried in my spirit when Shawana was talking. I don't want to say this episode is focused on self-esteem more so it is self-love, right? And so, would y'all say there's a difference between self-love and self-esteem? Yeah, look at my nail. Like, this is one of my security blankets I'm going to talk about, because I feel so... (sighs) Disgusted with myself. So would y'all say self love and self esteem go hand in hand? Or self esteem impact yes. self love? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes. Okay. Um, I have low self esteem. I love yourself. Yeah. Okay. So I may like say self-esteem at one point and self-love at another point. Um, so where do you think that your low self-esteem or your lack of self-love, what moments in your life have caused you to say, mm, I don't really like myself that much or um, you looked at yourself in a low point? And I'll start by saying, like Shawana said, when I was younger, I did not like being dark-skinned. Like, I hated being dark-skinned um, because at that point, all you saw on TV were light-skinned girls. Um, most of the actresses that you saw were light, lighter complexions. And the only time you saw a darkest complexion female was BT Uncut. She was shaking her booty. You know what I'm saying? That was the only time that a dark-skinned woman in my eyes was shown on TV. And that was like 3 o'clock in the morning when mommy and daddy was asleep. Because, you know, BT Uncut came on and you had to have that on. But you had to have... Disney Channel as the last, just in case mommy want to walk in your room. Um, and so that, for me, was when my low self-esteem started. Then I got picked on about my eye shape or my eye size. Um, and then once I started to love my skin complexion, but it wasn't because I 
genuinely loved it. It was because people started giving me compliments on my skin complexion once I hit college. Um, then my self-esteem started to go down because I started looking at myself through the lenses of my sin and my mistakes and my poor decisions. So what moments in y'all's lives caused you to say, uh, I'm not that worthy. I don't really like myself. Or I don't really love myself. So I don't care who I hang out with at this point. I don't care who I entertain at this point. I don't care where I go at this point. What moments? Um, and you don't got to all of them, but you know, share one or two that caused you to not really care about yourself. Mm. I think for I think when I was in um, sixth grade, mm -hmm. that's when when kids really kind of start figuring yourself or I got mm -hmm. a little boys, little girls like, oh, she's pretty, oh, she's ugly, blah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. I think it was more so in sixth grade. And it was an effect that I didn't feel like I was, um, I had low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. I think it was more so I'm not, I'm not like them. Okay. So I need to change myself. Like, I, I, I think... At that age, I think I did love myself, mm -hmm. but, oh, well, you have a little gap, so you need to change that. Mm -hmm. So it was like, when I get older, I'm going to do this to myself, mm -hmm. or I'm going I'm to I'm 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 grow up and be, look like somebody else. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. But then, it's like, as I got older, it was like, I was tripping on some small stuff. Mm -hmm. And those features, like she wanted to say, like those th th those flaws were actually my features. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think too, um, as women, sometimes we still go through that daily. Whether it's like after you have a baby, your body is not the same, and you're just mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to get that snap back because on social media, everybody snap back quick, mm -hmm. and in real life, you just like. Kind of where they do that, cause I, I mean, work, breastfeeding, blah 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 blah. blah. Why, why I ain't snapping back? Right. But then to just go to show you that I had to realize I gave birth to a whole human in these streets. So, um, that's that's a blessing all in itself. And then I think it's just, I don't know. I I think when I started praying for peace, mm -hmm. I just started seeing myself a different way a queen, a goddess, yeah. all this other stuff, then things kind of start to fall into place. But, girl, listen, most of what I've been on this call all day. Yeah. <laughs> quick, um, I want to say something quickly, quick story. Um, sorry, I'm that nosy neighbor that we look out the window. Um, so I remember a few... I'm sorry. I remember a few weeks ago, Winnie and I were at... Um, we were downtown Florence for a Friday at Florence at the five or something like that. Well, this might have been back in June, Whitney. And this girl was like, hey, Whitney. Well, Whitney was like, hey, girl. Oh, yes. And the girl was like, um, you look, you're such a, did she say something to the fact like, you're such a pretty mom or you look good yeah. to say you're a mom. And, and, you know, I was ready to fight her because I'm just like, what, like, are you giving a compliment or are you giving an insult? Like, which, I feel like women take on so many roles. Like, why she just can't be pretty? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yeah. just tell my friend she's pretty. You don't got to say she's right. pretty for her mom. Like, and I don't think people understand how that impacts because you don't know if Whitney is so, like, caught up. Like, oh, my gosh, like I'm a mom and I don't feel like I have any value anywhere else. Like, I just right. don't think people realize what they be saying don't be compliments. And I just thought about that when you said that you're a mom. Like, you know, sometimes moms, your bodies don't snap back as fast as other moms. Um, 
And I just wanted to put that out there. Like, when y'all give people compliments, just tell them that they're beautiful. Like, don't say, oh, you're beautiful for a mom. Or you look good to be 60. Or you look good for a dark skin girl. Or you look good for a light skin girl. Just say, like, just give them a compliment. But I do remember that day I was ready to fight her. Because I'm just like, was she trying to be funny? Um, which I don't think she was. But I just feel like, you know, people don't be thinking before they talk. Sometimes people just, sometimes people just don't know. Sometimes yeah. people just... The old Jess was about to come out. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, Audrey. She was about to come out. I was like, she's pretty for a mom. Like... <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I just had a little flashback. Um, so, here's the juicy questions. How have your views of yourself impacted your decisions and your choice of men? Or what you put up with from men. How have your views of yourself? Um, And I'll start, because I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I pray that my mom don't listen to this episode. But there was a point where I viewed myself only through the mistakes that I made. And the decisions, the poor decisions, because we had to get to a point where you got to be grown and say, stop praying and saying, God, I'm so sorry for my mistake. No, you made a decision. Because a mistake is something that you do and you really didn't mean to do it. But when you start doing that thing over and over again, that's just a poor decision, right? And so at a point in my life, I was looking at myself through the decisions and the mistakes and the people that I had given my body to when I just did not feel worthy of ever being loved by a man, Right? And so, not only did I put up with nonsense from men who did not deserve me, but there was a point in my life where I was like, okay, God, I keep getting my heart broken. I keep getting played, I feel like. I keep getting lied to. I keep getting to a point where I feel like I'm good, but not good enough. So, let me see what's on the other side. And when I say other side, I'm talking about another female, right? Because I did not feel that I was worthy enough to... Sorry, y'all. Nose and neighbor syndrome. I did not feel like I was worthy enough to wait on God's best for me. So I was real close, real close to settling and seeing what sis over here was talking about. Okay? And the enemy knows your weak points just like the enemy. Right? I mean, Jesus. The enemy knows your weak points just like God knows your weak points. Mm-hmm. So... There, I said it because y'all know I'm the type of person. I don't ever want nobody to be able to use my past against me, but I'm going to allow God to use my past for me and for his glory. And so there you have it. That is what my low self-esteem at one point in my life, or maybe two points in my life, caused me to do because I got tired of waiting on God and I just felt that I was not worthy for the man that God has for me. So what has your lack of self-love or lack of self-esteem Cause you to tolerate from men or grown behind boys who did not deserve your time or your attention or your energy or your peace or any of that. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in high school, that's when I was like, when I was in dark skin no more, I was chocolate at that Ooh, point. Yes, Come on. <laughs> what they said, I was like, what? Girl, you getting a little thick now. What? You see me? <laughs> What's up? So... Whoever had a compliment, I viewed myself through the eyes of how they saw me. Mm. So, if you said I was cute, I'm cute today. If you said my shirt was cute, oh, my shirt cute today. Like, whatever somebody else had to say about me, that's how I felt about me. 
how I got it when I got up in the morning, I got dressed because he said he liked these pants last week. Let me put these pants over him. Mm-hmm. It was older guys. I'm a freshman now in high school. I got seniors trying to hit me up. I got seniors mm-hmm. trying to get my number. Like, so those are the things that made me feel like, okay, well, if you want me, then let me give myself to you. And just like you said, just to like the people that I gave myself to, and I look back on it now mm-hmm. in high school, I could have cared less. If you said that I was cute, what you trying to do? Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and that never was my mindset until I got to that point where I realized that I got around a bunch of people that thought that the how, how a man saw you or how a boy saw mm-hmm. you was how you carry yourself. And so my choices in men weren't really choices. They were more like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. It was a standard mm-hmm. or a choice for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my, nobody had ever talked to me about boys. Nobody ever told, sat me down and said, this right. is how women's work. This is how you're supposed to treat yourself. This is how you're supposed to love yourself. This is what a man's supposed to do for you. So high school, I ain't even going to lie. Just use, use, This is my past. And so allow my past to purpose me, power my, my uh, purpose. Mm-hmm. I was a whole thought pocket. Like, just a thought pocket. And it wasn't okay at the time, but being honest with myself now, like I just gave myself to people because they wanted me. Like, mm-hmm. and that self-esteem came from that. Oh, you said that I, I that, oh, let me keep it really PG. That, um, that mm, how do you put it? What we did was good. Then I'm good as a person mm-hmm. and it's not okay. Like, but that was my, that was my mindset. Like, oh, if a guy wants me and he wants me for that, then I must mm-hmm. be good at it. And so having God transform my mind to realize that I'm more than just sex. I'm more, I'm worthy of love. If somebody's taking me out on a date, I'm worthy of more than a you up text. Like it's, I'm so much more than that. But when my self-esteem was low and I didn't understand who I was as a person, however you viewed me as how I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to be bringing to the table and how I'm supposed to be for you. So when I started living for me and being self-aware and aware of the fact that I'm only good for compliments and complimentary sex at the end of the night, it wasn't okay. So I had to get that out of my system. And I became greater as a person once I realized that I am great inside and I'm better than somebody just being inside of me. Ooh, girl. That, that was good. Uh, yes. Jesus, she better come with the word, honey. He is dropping the gym. Dropping all of them. Like, all of them. Lord. Yeah, cash out for our ties tonight. Yeah, let's cash out Shawana. Today, I know for me, I would just tolerate anything off somebody Mm -hmm. just to say, you know what? I have somebody because, especially with us in the South, um, if you don't have a man by a certain time or accomplish Mm -hmm. this by a certain time in your life, then apparently you're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, I would try to carry myself a certain way to get shows in Mm -hmm. a sense. And yeah, if I attracted the right man, then I must be doing something right. And their compliments, their um, adoration and everything, it just drove me Mm -hmm. and it pushed me. And I came to a place where I said, I can't sit here and just take any and everything off somebody and silent my voice Mm -hmm. when I'm really not happy. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And another thing I had to realize, too, sometimes the same people that are putting you down, they don't really have much going on for themselves. So they're projecting their insecurities. Like one boy was telling me, I need to do this and I need to do that. And he was broke, too. So I was trying to figure out how. Child. <laughs> boy, bad. How you got all these suggestions? Okay, what about yourself, baby boy? Baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Like, you got all the Men ain't reading about. Oh, oh, okay. Even know God. Okay. 
And that's another thing. This don't got nothing to do with self-love. I mean, I guess it does. But I remember years ago, I used to always say, I want me a church man. I want me a church man. I want me a church man. Honey, got me a church man. And he was the devil himself. So anybody listening to this, there is a total difference between a church man and a man of God. Now, sometimes you may get two in one. Okay, but you gotta be real specific with your prayers because sometimes you may just get a boy who can sit up in church and quote scriptures, but the devil knew how to quote scriptures too. So, um, yeah, so don't sell yourself. And Shawana, what you said about, um, basically using sex to get attention, there would be a point where I would want to have sex because it's like, okay, I want attention. And for, like, a brief minute, I want to feel somebody. Like, I want to feel their attention. I want to feel like they care about me, even though deep down I know they don't really care about me, even though deep down I know that I'm probably one girl on their list. Um, But at a point, I use sex just to get that attention and to feel that void that I was craving. And I'm glad that I'm at a point now where I realize that the only person that can feel any voice that I have is God. It's not my money. It's not my job. It's not my friends. It's not a man. It's God. You get what I'm saying? So um, that takes me into my next question. What have been some of y'all security blankets? to mask or to keep you from having to deal with the things that you really need to work on. Because if I'm honest, this whole summer, God stripped away every <laughs> security blanket that I've had. Ooh. Every <laughs> security blanket. Y'all see my how my hair look and how my nail look. But I can't wait to share my testimony. My security blanket has been and God is getting on me is social media. Um, Mm. Honestly, being able to be on social media, if I get dressed up and I go out and I'm able to take a picture, I get Mm. to post it, I get to flex, commit, all that stuff. Because at the end of the day, I've grown to know that I am a beautiful person. Um, And it's not to say that all the time I post for attention, but I do know that if I am. when I'm in a place where it's like, I need to be writing more than I need to be scrolling. I'm probably scrolling because I don't want to write because I know if I write, I'm going to start crying. If I start crying, I'm going to be in here praising the Lord. We're going to be mm. in here forever. <laughs> and work takes work. And sometimes mm. I can do girl. Is, like, listen. Worship takes work. And sometimes I'll be like, Lord, you know, I have to breathe hard and cry hard and read your word and do all this stuff. And then I just don't want to do that. So I'm a scroll and I'm a laugh at this person. I'm a scroll and I'm a share this and I'm a be a comedian today. Because instead of be, I don't want to be your vessel. I just need to be a comedian today. Mm-hmm. So God has allowed my Facebook to glitch multiple times um, in the past couple of days. And he has constantly told me that I need to get off. And I think I'm going to listen this week and take the break for however long he wants me to take a break. Um... So, yeah, that's been my security blanket. Just social media and people. Surrounding myself with people, even though I'm alone at home. Shawana, especially me. Because, see, I've been thinking about doing the social media detox this week for real. <laughs> like, it, I can say that's mine as well. Because mm-hmm. people can put anything on social media. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not 
they can put anything on social media. You don't know who out here borrowing money to create a lifestyle to show you. looking like I got tea, but that's the Listen, I got tea too, honey. Like, everything is not what it seems like these couples because you already know oh, yes me and you was uh, we, we with that peaky promise movement no shade to Heather Lindsay uh, yeah. <laughs> child. but the whole peaky promise movement you know find your man and making the girls moving across the country taking faith moves trying to find a man uh, for crazy stuff. If God ain't said, sis, you better not move. But sis, sis, he still ain't know that he is not. He still ain't know. Listen. Jesus. Making these faith moves. And uh, everybody making... go through stuff. Like, there are going to be days that same husband she bragging about on social media. She's probably cursing him out in the back of his head. These tricks uh-huh. going on. We don't know who out here tricking and scamming. Okay. Listen, <laughs> out there in Dubai, having them hot girls over. We don't. Listen. listen, so I hey, God had to take the scales off my eyes and say, "Listen, go through your struggle the honest way. If you struggle, just say so. Everybody, everybody's going through something. Everybody yep. having a bunch of problem and a setback. Mm-hmm. You're not the first person. It's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. It costs you way less to be yourself. Whew. Yes, too. Let me write that down. It don't cost you a list yourself. That's good. Okay. I, yeah, I just should to get you. Child, that gonna mean my whole life. I, I, I know I need to get off social media this week. That's just your girl. Listen, social media has been mine as well. And it's not so much of like, my thing is, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this to get my followers up. I need to do this. I need to do this. Right? Mm-hmm. And one thing about me, I'm not afraid to be transparent with folks on my social media because mm-hmm. how I am on social media, that's me in real life. No mm-hmm. cap. So, um, I'm going to tell y'all if I'm having a bad day and my child is stressing me the heck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man working my nerves sometimes. And I think I think sometimes we give too much to social media. Um, we yeah. give too much to social media, and social media social media can definitely be draining. Because, like you all said, everybody's journey ain't the same. But sometimes we all going through the same thing. The difference is everybody ain't gonna tell it all. Uh, but there is truth in. Tra- I mean, there is uh, um, healing and transparency mm-hmm. and I've definitely learned that throughout the social media so that's that's one of mine too yeah um so one of my security blankets like y'all all three said is definitely social media and um earlier I said that God has been stripping me of all of my security blankets like he told me to like be off of social media for the rest of the month until he tells me to. And I'm just, I was like, God, like, what you mean stuff social media? Like, that's how I promote my podcast. Like, what are you doing? Because, um, you know, sometimes I talk to God like that because he's my best friend. Um, and I'd be like, God, like, wait, what you mean? Like, stuff for social media. And then there was a point where, and I said this on the bonus episode that dropped the other day. I was like, I was crying because I was like, God, like, I'm just trying to make a movement, and I'm just trying to do all this, but I don't feel like I have enough social media followers, and God straight up told me, like, Jess, I have souls for you 
to save, try to save and lead to me. Who cares about how many followers you have on Instagram? It's bigger than that. You get what I'm saying? And how Adriana said, um, you know, we have struggles. I I would rather struggle and have integrity than not be struggling but having to open my legs to pay my bills. You get what I'm saying? So Instagram was definitely well, on the Instagram, Facebook. I don't really like Twitter because of the simple fact that Twitter is has turned into like this porn infested site. Mm-hmm. Um, and I be scrolling through Twitter and it just be booty everywhere. And I just and then maybe that's the people I chose to follow back in the day. I don't know. Um, but I'm just like, oh, so I try not to get on Twitter. Um makeup has been a security blanket. Like, anytime I would go, this, first of all, this is the longest I've gone without having makeup on. I haven't worn makeup in, like, I want to say majority of this summer. But before this summer, whenever I was going to a meeting, or I needed to go get my car service, or if I just needed to go somewhere where I needed somebody to do something for me, I would always wear makeup because I felt like it just would get me my way. Like, if I'm pretty... I would just get my way. Like, if I'm going to get my car service and I look pretty, they'll make sure that they don't take out a day because I look like I got somewhere to go type of thing. So, makeup has been my security blanket. Um, but now I can say that I'm liking this no makeup look. Like, just having mascara on. I do need to get my eyebrows done. <laughs> um, but the just the mascara look has been working for me, and I like it. Um, I will say I'm ready to get my hair done done on Friday, I mean on Saturday and this broken nail I'm okay with it now but if this was me like last month y'all I probably would have wanted to like crawl under a rock and not leave my house until I could get my nails done um so yeah, makeup, social media and clothes cause I could be broke but if I don't look broke then who can tell I'm broke so clothes have also been one of my security blankets. Um, I just feel like if I look nice, if I have on my heels, then you can't tell me nothing. But people don't understand, like, under these clothes and under these heels, like, I be going through stuff, too. So, um... I gotta add another one, too. Okay. I've been born and raised in the church, so church was also a security blanket, Ooh. too. But in church, you can pretty much be whoever you want to be, too. Mm-hmm. You know, Behind the shot, ta 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 ta, it was some <laughs> struggles and some sin mm-hmm. and and things you don't want to address. You can be any person you want to be in church, mm-hmm. and there were some people who I idolized and looked up to. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, when I get myself together, I want to be just like them. I'm gonna be strong in God. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be doing this and doing that. Right. Every time somebody see me, they're mm-hmm. gonna be like, "Oh, it's just an anointing about you." I want to be just like that. I want to be just like that. Mm-hmm. And they got a sex problem. Mm. Mm. Wow. Or they smoke weed all the time. Wow. Or they stay in the club more than the DJ stay in the club. <laughs> like, everybody has a struggle. And I'm just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. All these people that we mm-hmm. admire so much, we just better off being ourselves. Let's just come on like Jesus. Because okay. at, at this point, <laughs> okay. at this point, nah, we, we can't sit here and, and try to be like everybody else. Just be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. Yes. Okay, ladies. I'm going to pause right here. Um, This is going to be it for part one. Do y'all got stuff to do? I know I said till 640. If y'all could just give me like 30 more minutes, we have time. But I'm going to pause right here. I'm going to start recording. Um, 
I hope that all my listeners have an awesome week. And we will see you back next week for part two of this awesome girl talk.